before. I was always doing things to soothe and not listen. And um, unfortunately, what happens is when you don't listen, you get punched. I got punched. And only when I started to address that stuff did I then start to chase my version of happiness, which then built my version of success. Like what actually is at the bottom of this? What's the root? What's the, the narrative that's constantly playing, you know? We've known each other for a while, hey. Oh yeah, I'm really excited because um, I don't I don't know if you've thought about this, but I sat there before having a coffee and I was like, oh, I can swear on this, right? I'm gonna swear <laughs> on it. I was like, holy shit! I was like, I'm about to have an into like I continually tell my story like all the time. It's like story, 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 which is cool. But I'm like, with you, you've actually been in my story through high school, so you actually <laughs> knew the person. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, you knew, you knew the school version of me. So it's it's really quite funny. I was like, I was like oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's the part that I love so much about this as well. How much we've both grown since that version of us and how we, we started in the same place and covered all corners of the world. And now we're back here and we are about to have an incredible conversation. I can't wait to hear all about it. So really quick introduction. Um, you founded two companies in the last 12 months, right? Uh, yeah, I'd like to say two. Um, two companies, but one's one company with six. So it's got, so effectively it's a few more. <laughs> but, but let's just say two, just not to go over the top. But yeah, uh, the Godhead Experiences Group has six, well, six to date businesses about to launch under it. Uh, two of which have been made public. Uh, the rest haven't quite yet, so there's some exciting developments due to come. So obviously we've got the clothing and the coffee subscription. And then my my personal love is people, helping people. So for me, it's uh, a passion project is developing kind of like a school of personal development, but for, for the real world, not yeah. this whole you need to go and move to Bali, you know what I mean, do eight hours of meditation, run around, your, your whole life with crystals in your pocket. This is like the real <laughs> stuff for the real world. You know what I mean? So that's what a, a big passion of mine is and something that I will be bringing to light yeah. um, further through the year as well, which I'm really excited about. Amazing. And a lot of people might know you, especially my listeners and people who um, are kind of here because they followed me, is through your podcast. So I've been sharing your podcast since I think potentially the first episode. And you created this incredible place to have conversations with all of these human beings who all had this story and just before I actually got on this call with you I was talking to one of my friends who's like he was like tell Simon I want to be his best friend like he wants to be your friend so oh, no my friend Ryan he was like my friend Ryan he he actually said that you pinned his comment on your Instagram the other day and he was like he pinned my comment <laughs> It's like over so, the moon. Uh, <laughs> um, so Ryan, the shout outs for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've been a huge, huge, huge fan of all of your, you know, your work that you do online and in the online space. But I know that's just such a small part of, of who you are and what you do and your purpose. <laughs> um, but that's the part that you share with us. And, you know, that in itself is incredible. So I think that from your um kind of the way that you share 
on online just as what you were saying earlier it's not just business it's like it's like business but entrepreneurship but like we you also like mention about you know spirituality and masculine and feminine energy and hustle and 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 all of these other things that everybody experiences but it's it's all of it it's not just it's not just one thing and I think that that's why so many people relate to you yeah I mean I discovered very early on in life like I had a business which I just completely burnt myself out. I was like, I had everything, but I was very unhappy. Um, So I fell into the whole chase success and it will give you happiness trap. But it slapped me in the face and I realized that you need to choose happiness to then build through success. Um, So I had a complete paradigm shift from quite an early age, but I suddenly realized that um, although when you're running after something, you can't, like, there's such a thing as balance. But at the end of the day, balance is an act, isn't it? It's always going one way or another. And wherever your focus is, you're going to be out of balance, period. If you need to build a business, you're going to be biased out of balance because you're doing a business. If it's health goals, do you know what I mean? You need to be biased more towards health. But within that being said, it's still like you can be kind of like balanced, but still have your eye on the ball in every area of life. And I mean, that was that was a big thing. And I, I think that's why I speak about everything so much is because you've got to be paying attention to every area of life in order for you to be whole, in order to, do you know what I mean? To get that happiness in order to build the life, create the life, follow the dream, you know what I mean? And, and build what it is that you want. So that was a little story in that. And that's, that's kind of why I've always spoke from the place that I have. And that's why I think it hits with a lot of people. Cause I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people have experienced that. And I think a lot of people are currently experiencing that, you know, when you just feel that something's not right or, you're not on the right path or that you don't belong, mm. things like that. The little red flags are going off. Yeah. So how did you do that then? How did you go from having this business and feeling like, uh, I, I know I, I know part of your story, so I'd like you to explain this for those who have no idea, but how did you do that transition? Yeah, well, I, I'd like to say I, like, I wasn't self-aware at the time, Nikki. Like, I you've got two ways if you don't listen to your intuition and you're repeatedly getting the signals mm. i.e the signals are you are not happy you're now getting health issues you're emotionally all over the show your relationships are falling to bits constantly you can't work out what the problem is mm. for me i went through years of just things not feeling right red flag after red flag intuition was getting louder and louder and louder and louder and instead of spending time listening to it and trying to work those things out i was doing things like seeking comfort i'd rather be out drinking with friends or running off around the world or i was always doing things to soothe and not listen and um unfortunately what happens is when you don't listen you get punched i got punched so i um i got my ass handed to me universally and that's what kind of like made me go do you know what like this is the hard reset it's time to listen so i mean when when that kind of happened that was that made me suddenly realize that everything external which is going on is my, like my fault. <laughs> so I had to sit with that and work everything out. Like why? Mm. You know what I mean? And that's when it, it, I kind of went quite a lot 
inwards and started really addressing that sort of stuff like what actually is at the bottom of this what's the root what's the the narrative that's constantly playing you know mm. i mean this this could be really valuable to, to your listeners as well um i think this is something that doesn't get spoke about in the the self-development world and it drives me nuts <clears throat> like really does drive me nuts like when you look at real real psychology Everyone's always like, yeah, you need to get out of your comfort zone. Like one of the biggest comfort zones to break is being on your own, listening to yourself, period. But you've got a conscious comfort zone and you've got a subconscious comfort zone. Everyone's aware, it's, everyone's constantly aware of the conscious, you know what I mean? The, the comfort zone that lies here. Like everyone knows that, like, yeah, I need to go and push that and expand that, which is cool. But not a lot of people are willing to stretch the subconscious comfort zone, which is where you're operating from majoritively. Yeah. So a lot of people find themselves in these constant patterns, constant habits. They can't achieve the health goal. They keep getting into the same relationship with the same person, just in a different body, a different meat suit, a different mask. Mm. They keep making the same mistakes in business, like the same things keep tripping them up. Yeah. And it's really important to spend and build the relationship with yourself to get into, to realize what's actually going on in the deep rooted programming of you. Yeah. Because if you don't address that stuff consciously, you'll keep making the same actions and the same movements forwards. But it's like, um, it's like a ski slope. If a, if a ski slope has been heavily skied, it's got ruts. And wherever you go down that ski slope, your skis are going to end up in the ruts it's and you're going to go down the same path as everyone else, you know? Yeah. So like when you start doing the work on the real deep stuff and you start making yourself aware and you start questioning, why does this keep happening? Why do I keep attracting these people? Why do I go to post the, the thing on social media and then panic and delete it? Why do I get really anxious in certain social environments? It's only when you start looking at that stuff, can you crack the code and relayer the surface? And um, that was the thing, like I was operating from this comfortable area of consciousness, but like subconsciously there's still a lot of things going on that needed work. Yeah. And the, the, the short end of that story is it took the slap in the face for me to then go, I need to spend time alone, build a relationship with myself. I didn't know who the fuck I was, like actually get to know myself but then look at the deeper rooted stuff and address that stuff because that was the problem in every area of my life. And only when I started to address that stuff did I then start to chase my version of happiness, which then built my version of success. Mm. So that's probably the best answer I've given from that when someone's asked me, <laughs> I need to get that snippet from you. But, um, <laughs> Yeah. So that, that was kind of, it. that was kind of it really. And I think that's where a lot of people are. Um, I think a lot of people aren't listening to those cues. I think a lot of people are struggling. They, they recognize in the patterns and don't quite know how to act with it. But in order to, to break those requires one of humans biggest fears, spending time on your oh, own. Yeah. Being disciplined enough to look at what you're using as distractions. Yeah. Like, can you be half an hour without picking your phone up? You know, can you drive to work without the radio on? Like it shows everywhere. So yeah. I think that's, that's one of the biggest things. That yeah. My own story anyway. That's an amazing story. And I think that you, you've, you mentioned so many things there that I want to expand on. You mentioned how, um, you know, the, how your consciousness and your subconscious programming works and how that impacts you. And you're right. Not enough people speak about that. Um, and really, it's the most important thing that we need to know because all of our habits, behaviors, emotions are all coming from that subconscious place. So I love that you address that. The, the thing that I want to kind of focus on is the, 
you mentioned the patterns. So there was this pattern that you experienced and you was repeating this pattern and then you, you said that you had this slap in the face and you, it was the awakening for you. You was like, I can't continue like this. So the thing that's so interesting to me about patterns is that we repeat these patterns and it's only when it gets too much where we're like, we can't continue like this. So what was it that final time that, that, created this awareness for you how did you know uh, business the time? business clubs business clubs everything happened um you know you knew Caleb I think Caleb went to the same school Caleb was a good friend of mine yeah uh, Caleb killed himself in that same week business collapsed relationship fell down a lot of things happened like universally I think there was about five four five major disasters in life happened at once you know and I literally was buried like from all senses of the world. And it was the rebuild from that, which, which was it, you know? And you either choose to address yourself or things get painful to the point where you're forced. For me, I wasn't listening. Things had to get painful. And I'm grateful they did. Um, but at the same time, looking back, there was opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to look, listen in, you know? I mean, I just, just didn't. So, I mean, that, that was it really. It's really, it's really crazy how we ignore this feeling that we have. Like our, our bodies send 10 times more messages to our brain than the other way around. It's not our brain listening to our body. It's our, it's our body telling our brain. And if we actually took a moment to just sit, you know, and, and ask myself, where is this emotion? How am I feeling? Where, where is this showing up? Where can I feel this? And, and connect with our bodies. And like you said, go inwards and listen, actually listen to the, to, to the things that are showing up for us instead of just suppressing and pushing back and avoiding and running away. Like you said, you was doing for running so away. long. Like how different would it be if we was taught that? How different would that have looked like for you if you was taught that? My question is why are we not taught this in school? Right, right. So yeah, that took me, that lesson was 24, 25 was mine, but that's 25 years of your life. Why are we not taught in school the, these things? Why, why are we not given like the truth? Why are we not brought up like with who really are you? What do you want? What are your strengths? You know what I mean? Like the whole school system, you never, you're not put, very few of us are channeled into the direction of our strengths, you know, or our talents. We're taught all these things that most of us hate. I mean, I sucked. You know me at school. I sucked. I just hate, I just did not like school. Was It wasn't me, you know, I rebelled, all that sort of stuff. But like, why is this sort of stuff? <laughs> the funny thing about that is, we, looking back, we were all like that. Like, I, I know I was like that. I look at my friends and we, like, as I look back, we were all just trying to be something. Like, that's what you are as kids, right? And I remember you, you were two years older than me. Were you in my brother's year or the year I think above? so, yeah. No, it was a year above. Three years older. Yeah. And I remember, like, knowing you and thinking that you were, like, we, we all almost, like, look, looked up to you. And, like, I feel like my brother did as well because you you were successful, you were athletic, you always had all these things going on and you were someone that we looked up to. So that's just goes to show the mindset that we were all in at the time that, you know, 
that was what we kind of looked at as what we all were striving to be, you know? It's crazy, isn't it? Like, mm. I, I just find, I find it amazing how like the, the whole, like the keys to life, like happiness and success, we're not really given. Like the, no. for the immediate get-go in life, you, you conditioned to fit into a box. Society's constantly drilling down your neck that you're not good enough through marketing. Social media is rife now. I'm so grateful we didn't have that back when I was at school. My God, the, the amount of work to uncondition someone these days, like the future generation, man, that's, that's going to be fun. Um, but do you know what I mean? It's just, it's a crazy thing. Like, you, you're taught to fit in a box, then you get to a position like where things just don't feel right because the, the core of you, your soul essence hasn't yet found found itself. It doesn't know who it is. It doesn't know what it wants. It doesn't really know where it wants to go in life. No. Doesn't really, do you know what I mean? And yeah. um, you kind of find that if you don't do this stuff, you end up just ticking off the, the checklists. And this is why when you really look at things like marriage breakdowns, people having midlife crises, like there's quarter life crises now. <laughs> so yeah, it's um, like, Maybe this is the body. stuff. I mean, my, my, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I, do you know? That's a funny story. But I like, I like looking at it. I mean, I, like, I, I was brought up with a really like saying that's drilled, drilled, been drilled into me, and it was um, never go into business, partnerships, relationships, affiliations with people who don't know who they are, what they want, or where they're going, because every action or behavior will be a, a short-term grasp to meet a short-term need. It will have no longevity and depth to it. And the biggest thing is I found so much truth in that. But at the same time, I was on the other end of that. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. So, you were the person yeah. that didn't know who you are, that you're... I think exactly. that, was that something that your dad would teach you? Yeah, it's something that's always stuck. It's always stuck with me. And it's always, it's always something that, that's carried a lot of truth. And I've seen it in business. Like when... I've had a few fun things like with people in business. <clears throat> and when I, when I really look at it, I'm like, oh... <laughs> That kind of sums things up pretty pretty well. <laughs> that's that's why that behavior was like that, you know. Yeah. Like, if when you're like that, you're always gonna operate like heavily in toxic ego. You're never gonna act from a true a true place. Tell me more about um, the decision that you made to kind of leave the UK and travel and build your businesses online, and like how that kind of where did that where did that come from and that desire to do all of that oh great question i've never been asked this um this this kind of really sums up a big journey as well um yeah so this is why it's so important that people build that relationship with themselves and you've got to work out what your values in life are and i mean i mean for me when i suddenly locked in i was like right who am i like what are my true values at my core fun freedom inspiration connection community and contribution were the main five with a, with a few other subwords, but those are my core five. Got them tattooed there as well. <laughs> but that's, that's who I am at my core. And um, I realized that freedom for me was a major one. So having the ability to be able to, to get up and go was something that was quite big for me, especially given the, the, the age that I was. So that's when I kind of came to it. And I, I looked at like, how do you become free? So like geographically free, time free, all that sort of stuff, which at the time wasn't really spoke about. I mean, there was only Tim Ferriss's book, The Four Hour Work Week, which really discovered it. But it was like, how, how do you actually do that? Which is embracing the online world, embracing 
different forms of brands, you know, um, and this is what I love about the world, like right now, there's no excuse right now for freedom at all. Like it's here, your, your key to time freedom, financial freedom is, is this, you can literally build from this. If, and, and the key thing is it's knowing, knowing what you're amazing at. Like if you're an amazing creator, go all in on being an amazing creative. If you're a singer, go all in on being like, and, Doing the things that you love most now is is so easy to to build and monetize and stuff like that. There's just, you know, like building communities. If you're a connector, building groups of people, memberships, or if you're an educator like yourself, building courses, uh-huh. or if you're like me, someone who's a builder, a creative, building brand mm. and working with creators and bringing people together and leading, then mm. there's there's just no time. And I think that was one of the biggest things that when I realized that, I was like, the wow, like... I've been living so far off my values, like doing the things that I've been doing, I need to snap things back, which was a scary thing. And that's what led to that decision. It was like, do you know what? Like, I, I love these things for these reasons. So I need to, to create that, that life. Really. Yeah. <laughs> and that's I think that's that, how it all came. It's amazing. And I love that you talk so much about values because you mentioned earlier, you know, that question, like, who are you without these stories? Who are you without these titles that society have given you and these boxes and, um, it's one of the very first questions that I ask my clients, like, who are you? And they'll usually go, I'm a girlfriend, I'm a daughter, I'm from the UK, uh-huh. 28. The identity like, labels. Yeah. I'm the, like, uh, it's like, like detached. Yeah. Let's take away all of that. And I remember the very first coach that I had, I think I was, I've met, I've, I think I've told this story before, but I think I was around 21, um, maybe younger, maybe, no, I was about 21. And she asked me this question and I burst into tears because I was like, fuck, I don't know who I am. And I was like, I don't know how to answer that question without telling you what I do for work, without telling you where I was born, without telling you that I'm a girlfriend and I'm this and I'm that. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. And now I see it. Like, I remember having that coaching session and it was like, it was this like awakening for me where I was like, okay, like I need to explore this. And another huge thing that I deep dive into with my clients is going through values and the amount of light bulb moments that my clients have, because we'll, we'll create these value statements and I'll go, okay, so out of five, how much are you in alignment with this value? And a lot of them will be like zero out of five, one out of five. And I'm like, so if we worked on getting you to like four out of five, five out of five, do you feel like you might be more fulfilled? And they'll be like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, that creates a stepping stone then. Let's work on that. Like, let's work on that. And um, so exactly what you've said there, I think that that for any of our listeners is a huge takeaway. Like, who are you at your core and what are your core values? Do you want to know a really big lesson, which will collapse a lot of things here? <laughs> <laughs> so when I, was, um, when I was traveling, I ended up speaking to, who did I speak to? I went into a load of crazy things with some crazy spiritual people. But um, I speak to someone who's like, look, you keep using the word I. It's like, you do realize that I in Greek means ego. So when the Greeks say I, it's ego. So every, every statement that follows I is ego wants this, ego wants this. So the, the fun thing I asked was this. And then, because um, that's what, they were, I'm sure it was Thailand. I'm sure it was Thailand. And they're like, like who, like, who really are you? Or like, what are you here for? And um, at the end of it, they chiseled the thing down, which is where the answer was here. I'm here that, and that was it you, there's no label 
there's no identity, there's nothing tagged onto you. It's just, you're here. And you're just like, ah, oh. oh. <laughs> because it's, I don't need to do this. I, do you know what I mean? So it was a really, really, but it was a really profound moment. I was like, ah, I keep like, I'm, I was like, I'm Simon, I'm entrepreneur. I'm, you know what I mean? I do podcasts. And they're like, no, he <laughs> kept chiseling it down. And that, that's what it came to. That's what you do, but what are you? That's what I I'll yeah. always say that with my clients. And you know, you can, you can go round and round with that though. Like, that's what you do, but who are you? <laughs> yeah. So that's I just went, I was like, yeah. so my, in the end, I remember journaling. I was like, I was like, I'm just here to live my life in line with these values. And that was, that was it really in a nutshell. It was like, no, there was no label or anything like that. It was just be here, be present and yeah. live according to, 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 to this. And that's the best roadmap. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. a like that just removed all of the anxiety and pressure that comes with the labels that you're trying to attach yourself to. And I mean, the other thing is as well, like the thing that I love there is like when you were saying before, like what people answer you with, I am this, I am a teacher. You, you're answering with, who are you to everyone else? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's mental. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I love that topic. Honestly, like yeah. identity, it's just, it's such a powerful thing. Like when, you, when you, you operate from your identity in my eyes, and I think the moment you like start to unfold that and become something, that's when things really start to change. You know, that was the biggest thing for me. That's when things really, really started to move. You know, there's so many layers to that conversation as well. And I think that for our listeners, the concept of this podcast and the rebrand and the new name, which is School Your Mind, is because I believe that all of my, um, the, the guests that I've invited onto my podcast for this season, especially you, Simon, we've all got something to share. We've all got information that we, exactly like you said earlier, like, why the hell were we not taught this in school? And I think if we can use this platform to just help someone shift perspective, like when I understood the, the fact that we can shift our perspective, like how we see things isn't necessarily how they are. We, we can look at things differently and, and, and change how they feel and, ch and make something not so heavy. And it's it, perspective is one of the most incredible gifts for me. And I think that, you know, what you've just said there with, all of this self-discovery and, and understanding who you are if you could give me one key takeaway one key thing that you would want our listeners to know about exploring who they are what would it be you're enough Ooh. you're enough that really is it you've got everything you need to get to the next step you know um you're enough that, that's what it would be i the reason I, I say that in such short thing is my, my entire narrative, which caught me up in life was, you know, enough. I was always trying to get more and be more and do more. Nothing mm -hmm. was ever good enough. You know, and um, there's a lot of peace that comes when you can sit there and, you know, it's like, I mean, if like, a lot of people go on holiday, but they can't switch off. I know. So you're enough. You, as you are, you are loved. You are enough. Mm -hmm. End up. I absolutely love that such an incredible takeaway such an incredible message and something which so many people will never fully grasp yeah it's that's took me a long time yeah still 
still shows up, still shows up. There's still certain areas in my life where I'm like, no, you can be doing more, you can still be pulling. Mm. At the end of the day, being able to sit there with your coffee in the morning, I'm enough, you know, yeah. for myself. You know, and I think once you get that, suddenly social anxiety will disappear. Like if you're single, meeting people, like the fear of rejection suddenly melts. How you show up on social media, you don't care. You're enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're enough for you. Amazing. But the, the, the thing is as well, like when you're operating from that place, like once, once you really, really like understand that and know that, like you're then okay with things not working, you know, because if someone does not, like if you're in a relationship and it didn't work out, it's like, okay, I, I'm, an, I, 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 I'm enough for me, but I'm like, this, you don't dim yourself for other people. You know, you stay at your level and things come up to you. You don't go down to that. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Big conversation. How, so I'm trying to like, I'm trying to think of the people who are going to be listening to this. And I know that there's going to be like people who completely grasp that and people who like, this isn't even my language. So for those people who are like, this isn't even my language, that I am enough and fully accepting that and believing that how do you get there face your demons you go toe to toe with it you look it in the eye (laughs) you're really quiet you look at every area of your life and you work out why things feel that way you work out you know what i mean why things aren't adding up you work out why certain situations keep reoccurring and you really work out why and like i said at the beginning of this conversation having the balls to go and face that subconscious, you know, get quiet and really listen to it. That's where everything will start to unfold. And when you get there, like you realize what the the pattern is. If the narrative is I'm not good enough, it it will show up everywhere, everywhere. It will become a cancer, you know, unless you tame it. So that's the key thing is like that. The how is the, how is this, the, this again, Oh, the self-development world. I hate it. I honestly hate it. It's so over complicated. Like the answer is never the complicated one. You don't need to do more. If anything, you need to do less. I fully, you know, you just, fully support that as well. Yeah, you just sit there. Sit there and analyze yourself. And then the point which you start to feel that need to pick up the phone, why? Mm-hmm. You get in there. The need that you, the, the times when you're feeling like you need to distract, go make another coffee, you know, go upstairs and tidy. Like, no, sit there. Sit there for two hours. Whatever comes into your head, write down. And the times you feel that you need to distract, you're getting close to something, you know? And that's why meditation's hard for people. A lot of people sit there, but they don't meditate. But this is the fun thing, like the how to get there is you've got to work, like Nikki, for me, I, I, I was traveling for like six years and I tried everything, like I tried everything under the sun. Like I was doing breath work, I was doing meditation courses, I was going, I was going trying things. I was learning things from experts. I was getting in different mentors and I was learning because I had to try everything to work out what was my way to get back home, you know, and um, finding the things that make my day work. So for me now, cold, breath work, meditation is, if I can get that into my day, amazing. My day is amazing. But you know what really is the kicker? If I can just sit there in the morning for 20 minutes with a coffee and don't speak to anyone, just sit there. No one interrupts me. I just sit there and think and write. That's all I need. <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> you know, just to get that, 
and, and that's all it needs to be for a lot of people is just you've got to find out what works and then which one gives you the most bang for your buck. So I'd say the how is you've got to be curious. You've got to be curious enough to, to, to learn, curious enough to look in, curious enough to try different techniques. Um, like how do you connect inwards? For me, I was an athlete from a young age, so movement, yoga and stuff like that was a big one. So anything where I was, I was moving was really allowing me to get in. But then I, I didn't want to do that. I was like, why do I have to move to get closer? So I, I then went and got even more discipline. It's like, no, you need to learn to sit the fuck still. Because like my energy's all, I, I'm like, bah. you know what I mean? Like I'd, I'd run through a wall. <laughs> so it's like, no, go and, go and do what you're not good at. Sit still, get good at it. Sit still, close your eyes, no distractions, no nothing. Go and do that. That was really hard. It took me ages, ages like two years to actually get to a meditate probably like no like no word of a lie it's like um, the thing that you that that you don't want to do the most is the thing that you need to do the most it's the thing you need to go and face the most mm. and that that's the thing in life and i mean tim ferris always says it it's um hard decisions easy life easy decisions easy choices hard life oh, yeah there's so much truth in that so much you know truth. um I think that's, if I can break it down for people where it's a, a good enough thing, it's you are enough uh, at the end of the day, like find out what, like spend time on your own. You know what I mean? Don't be scared. Don't be scared because like the thing is once you, once you start doing that, you'll be shown what's not working very quickly. Like certain things will pop in your life, into your life and you'll be like, ah, yeah. So um, there's a saying I, I love in business, which is you, you've got to be able to operate really quick, two key turns. The key to turn something on and the key to turn something off. You know, the key to action, go. I've got to go, I've got to go, I've got to go, I've got to make this work. But then the key to know when something's not working because so many of us hold on to this perception that's embedded in hope and like something can be better if I just keep holding on, you know what I mean? And it, it's bollocks, it's not reality. So as soon as, you know what I mean? That, that key turns there to turn something off, let go, let it go, move on to the next thing. I, and, um, I think that, that what you've just said there is, is incredible. And I think that people will hear that information and, and relate to it in so many different ways. And, um, you know, as you were speaking, I was thinking, we all have these things that we run to. We all have these distractions that we, we go to, whether it is sport, whether it's alcohol or drugs or sex or gambling or whatever it is that we're like escaping right. to. What you just said that will resonate with so many people because we all have these things, like all of us. And how does it feel knowing that you, the person that you were when you was a teenager and all of that, or everything that you've gone through from that person who you were to now, like that's not, it's not been an easy ride. There's been a lot of pain there, but you've gone through all of that. How does it feel on the other side? I look, I'm not perfect. I still have bad days. Like I've gone through a bit, bit of a bad period recently, you know? So, but I feel stronger. Like I, I feel very, very strong. I feel capable. I feel fearless in my actions. I, I feel like I've got a lot of courage. I, it's built me, it's built me to a place where I trust myself. I trust my decisions. Um, I'm happy to sit on my own. You know, I'm, I don't need to be around people. I've got strong boundaries. So it feels good because I know I'm operating from the right place. 
I know I'm doing the right things. I know I'm on the right path. Uh, but at the same time, I'm also very now aware when I'm not. <laughs> so, you know, I'm very quick to, to change things. Like recently coming back to England, it's been a few big hit in life events that have happened, you know, and it, it kind of floors you. But I'm, I know I'm capable to get back and like after every fall, there's a massive bounce. Like even if something hits concrete, usually will bounce at least to some degree but you know what i mean like when you hit something you can bounce and use that as the trajectory to get even higher than where mm. you know where you were previous so i think that's the thing it's just yeah i think you just have so much trust in yourself no matter what gets thrown at you you have the tools you are enough you have everything you need to get where you want to go like you get happy and it doesn't have to be big you don't have to be chasing this bit like billion pound business or anything like that it could just be like just to get a little bit happier. It could just be like to find peace. You know, you don't have to be chasing these big courageous goals, which are constantly being chased down. Like you, what's your version of life and what's your version of success? What's your version of happiness? Yeah. Like, and you've, you've doing these things will give you the trust, the, you know what I mean? The courage, the boundaries to jump to those next levels. Yeah. And you know? knowing that you deserve it and knowing that you're worthy yeah. of having all of that that you can think of and dream of and even if it's like you said it doesn't have to be this huge 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 thing it can just be small tweaks that you're worthy of because you deserve it yeah i, I was had an amazing conversation with an ultra athlete <clears throat> um what, what country i was in but i was speaking to him and i was like how did this all start and i was like i presume you didn't just wake up and decide to run through 50 states of america in whatever like 50 days and i was like oh, i just started off with wanting to run one mile you know and and now it's just like oh shit that's like that, that hits it's like yeah. his version of success at one point now this guy's the world leading endurance athlete we should throw him one mile to get off the couch oh even more even more to, to put his shoes on mm. he was that lazy it was just to put his shoes on like then it was to put his shoes on get out the door and walk then it was to put his shoes on get out then run a mile then it was two miles and now it's huge endurance events all over the world and I think so many of us look to this big vision of the future that we can't see the next rational smallest step and it drives a lot of people up, up the wall like there's so many people out there at the minute that like want to be creatives like being a creative doesn't necessarily mean like if you're a singer you need to immediately put your camera out and go live to all of your social media group it could just be you know just to sit there and just think on your own then it could be just to sing in front of someone then it could just be to sing in front of a stranger then and, and build build your levels up but and because you'll always get feedback and information you know what i mean and it'll build your courage and then um, implement uh, absolutely i think that's amazing yeah. and it's that it, yeah you're you're so right with that one percent one percent change every day is so much better than a hundred percent overnight and then you fall off by the next week yeah compound yeah. interest same in money same in business yeah. same in life little steps add up and the more courageous you get, the bigger the steps become. Yeah. And I think this is what you were saying. At one point, I was very, very, I, I look back at some of the stuff, Nikki, like that used to really get, like I, I suffered with anxiety for so, like debilitating anxiety. And I look at what used to set it off and I'm just like, I can't believe I used to let, like how, how is the person I'm at now did that start? I, I just, I'm, it's unrecognizable, but for, it's, 
literally is those little steps compound interest and the, yeah. it's like you know it's like pushing a snowflake down a big hill it'll gather into a big snowball <laughs> so. yeah i think that's that's huge and i and i think that what you just said there is absolute gold as well and you know we don't have to do it can you hear that noise it sounds like there's santa claus on my roof because i'm on the top floor and it literally sounds like someone's just landed on the roof <laughs> I heard a little thing. I thought it was a bit of thunder. Yeah, I think that's absolutely gold. And uh, there's an amazing analogy where, you know, if we, when we're climbing up a mountain, we don't have to constantly say fixated at the top of the mountain. If we watch where our feet go, we're more likely to not slip, trip, fall, go the wrong way. And occasionally just look back to the bottom of the mountain and we can observe how far we've come. Um, but then just keep looking where our feet are going. And that's I've got, I've got that. Right? I've got an incredible story on that. Um, when we did that, when we raised a load of money for Mind Mental Health, we ran up Kilimanjaro. Yes. And yeah, that, that happened to us on summit night. Me and, uh, and Andy Naylor, we were dying. Like I was 110 kilos. I'm currently 86, you know, so like it was considerable amount more. Andy's a big lad. Me and him were really, really struggling. And we were, we were getting to the point where we were just like falling and collapsing and all that sort of stuff. Like the, the, like the lack of oxygen really kicked in and we were just like, shit, because we were just so fixated on looking up at this mm-hmm. end point of where we needed to get to. And then honestly, like no, no word of a lie, like there's no exaggeration on this. Um, literally, we both just sat down, stopped, took a rest, turned around and holy shit. First things first, Two shooting stars, bang, bang, and then just this incredible trail of hundreds of people with torches on coming up that it was the, the, and then obviously you've got the, you can see the galaxy. It was the most insane view I have ever seen in my life, but we were so fixated on getting to the top and that point, we missed the beauty that was around us. We We didn't look back. We didn't see how far we'd come. We didn't see this want in a light. And, and for me, that image has always just stuck. Like, and the, the metaphor or the thing that I like to say to people is stop trying to do too much. Like, when was the last time you just fully stopped, disconnected, and just looked back at your life and just like acknowledge yourself? Like, how far have you actually come? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then just actually look at it. Like, and you'll be amazed. Like, absolutely, like you in your journey, look how far you've come. It's yeah. incredible. It is. That I love that so much and and you like it's being present it's just being present and being so happy with where you are in the moment that you get to look back and be like oh my god look at all of this that I've created and you get to look forward and be like this is where I'm going though like I'm I'm, I'm made for so much more this is where we're heading I love that yeah, yeah. inspires um, you even more gives you a real big like kick up the arse you see that yeah. like, wow. I love now that. what next? I think, I feel like me and you could talk for hours and hours and hours and you've shared some absolute gold. I'm so excited to share this episode. My clients and my friends are going to be very happy to listen to it. Um, so thank you so much, Sai. And um, is, there, is there anything else that you want to share just before we leave? Uh, three key points. Never let fear stop you um, following your playful heart, number one. You are enough. And always remember to turn the key on and off. The quicker you can do that, the more successful your life will be. Love that so much. And where can people find you? 
A uh, bit of a bum on at the minute. So there's quite a lot of change happening with me and my personal brand this year. But uh, Instagram, Facebook, all those sorts of things. I'll be on Google. Um, my personal brand's having a big like overhaul at the minute. So like our website's being redeveloped and all that sort of stuff. But I should be an easy person to find, I think. Find <laughs> a hole on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And I'd love to know if anyone's actually listening, like if, for those who have listened, I'd love to know if you just take a screenshot of the podcast and write what the takeaway that you personally got from it. I, I, I'd always love to know and I'd love to connect with you. And also, I'm really proud like of you. You've come so far. Oh, thank you. You found a voice. You found your voice. I know. I know. Do you know, I was looking at um, back through an old diary earlier and there was so much stuff from when you did the two-week boot camp last year it was around was it around March or April last year and I was reading back through my notes and I was like I remember being that person on that boot camp listening to all of these incredible speakers and like even that person writing those notes to who like who I am today is in like a hundred percent different the journey just trust the journey because it happens and you don't realize it's happening but it is yeah you're in control get to choose where it goes.